0: Ten seconds to go. 24-23 Saints. Vikings at their own 39. It's third down. Three receivers right, field, and left. Marshawn Lattimore, 12 yards from Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. 30. 10. Touchdown. Are you kidding me? It's a finish. It's a Minneapolis miracle. Step on Diggs. And the middle of Vikings have lost... New Orleans Saints! It's a 61-yard Minneapolis miracle! I can't believe what I just saw, Lyle! What an unbelievable play! Fans at U.S. Bank Stadium are embracing each other! They're trying to climb into the box box to hug us all! Nobody can find Stefan Diggs! He ran into the tunnel! unbelievable balls are you kidding me they run the deep out route Stefan Diggs goes up and Marcus Williams the rookie tries to jump over the back of him to break up the throw the ball is caught and Diggs is able to take it into the end zone look at the Vikings so coaches this is just, just an right absolute Yes, absolute yes, mistake yes, yes are you kidding me look at these Vikings coaches yes Let's go oh. to Philadelphia, Paul. Oh, when it's your year, it's your year. That's all I gotta say. It's Let's to go to an unbelievable play! It's gonna be 48 and Grizzly, and we're bringing a purple rain.
1: Wow. Wow. Yes. 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 Yes.
2: Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, with that, we thought appropriate to uh, begin with that. This is Kings of the North. The NFC North podcast with attitude. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. With some attitude. With with the attitude. This is Rob with an H, joined with the beefcake.
3: Oh yes, I'm here and I'm I'm ready, baby. This is gonna be fun.
2: Professor Pigskin. I'm bringing the purple rain, baby. I'm bringing the purple rain all week long. And joining us a very special guest uh, this week. This week our guest is none other than Purple Moses. Shalom, y'all. Shalom. Shalom. And shalom, shalom to you. Purple Moses, um, obviously, uh, based on your moniker, I would assume you're a Vikings fan?
4: <laughs> oh, it was uh, part of my heritage, yes. I was born into this. You were born into it. Okay.
2: Yes. And talk a little bit about yourself, who you like, your dislikes, what your sign is, you know, all that sort of stuff. Well... Probably all you need to know about
4: me is that the night before the Super Bowl, I'm going to the Dave Matthews Band concert the night before, (laughs) Um, so make your judgments entirely based on that. So the whole weekend will be ruined for you, is what
2: you're saying? Oh, man. Crushed. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, I see
4: what you did there. (laughs) That
2: was was clever. Well, Purple Moses, we're excited to have you here on, obviously, a very special episode of our show. Wouldn't be anywhere else. This yeah well we're excited law. to have a man of your uh of your stature your wisdom and uh <laughs> i've studied much of the viking talmud
1: yeah <laughs> I, I gotta <laughs> with say that yeah go ahead i, I just gotta go ahead, say professor. that like we've had a string of like dumb asses like oh. like chatham oshkosh and
2: the, the Polish sausage and oh, sack master, the worst of the with the name and like ham's this is downtown pd brown was kind of a Kind of a dumbass Yeah,
1: team. yeah. Like, the idiots who root for the wrong team. And even the one Vikings fan we brought on, like, you know, the bandwagon, Fairweather fan, you know, like, he was just a bandwagon dude. Uh, Purple Moses, this guy's the real deal.
3: I, I, I'm I, going to go against that a little bit. I think Ch- Chad <laughs> – let's talk about Chad for a second because he, he really I – mean, Chad from Oshkosh. Yeah, so. yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yes, who I'm talking about. Like Chad from Oshkosh Who else is, would you be
2: talking yeah, about?
3: Yeah, I don't know any other Chad, that's for sure. Um He's uh, he knows what he's talking about. He's the man. He like that that fair weather fanboy. He was all right, sure. Um, I mean, everybody else was garbage, no I, doubt. I'm no just doubt. saying
1: that like, Purple Moses, and maybe you can expand on this, has like a uh, a deep heritage when it comes to uh, being a Vikings fan.
4: Well, also, mine are a scholarly people, and I think you as a professor can really appreciate that.
5: More oh yeah, a,
2: you're right in my yeah, alley. Let, let's get into it because we've got two two real minds here, two purple minds here, and I look forward to. Hearing their thoughts on uh, this week's game, let's start there at the water cooler. Um, a lot to talk about. Obviously, every water cooler in Minnesota, this was the topic. You know, did you see the game? How crazy did he, Did you get? Did you yell? Did you scream? All that. Just talk about your initial reflections, Professor. Well, we, the four of us, and
1: many of our other rowdy friends, watched the game together.
2: Including our good friend, Chad from Oshkosh. Yes, he was
1: Shout there out. too, and to pull a sausage. Chad was a good sport
2: and Hamsburgler,
1: yeah, and Hamsburger, they were both there reunited. Chad is too
3: good of a sport. Sometimes I was not, I was not happy about his his um, reaction to
1: the play. Well, I'll say that. But so we were all watching the game together at uh, Musa Monroe, the the best bar in the world in you know, Minneapolis. Besides the bar, obviously, five dollars um, for that massive plate of wings. That yeah. was ooh uh, heavenly. And, you know, it was one of those days where, like, we started off hot. We got up 17-0. I was riding high. I think you were, too, uh, Purple Moses. Um, I had been sick all week. Mm-hmm. I had started to feel really good. And then. And then.
4: And then. <laughs> the end of the first half, when, when Kai missed that 49-yarder, oh. that's when the nausea started to creep mm. back in. It was like, a, ooh,
1: we, we're not done here yet.
3: Yeah, can we, can we pause for a second and just kind of take – Take us through your um, your thoughts, like like you said, kind of end of the first half, going into the second half, though maybe that third quarter, kind of when things started, to, the tide began to turn. You no doubt um, you the, know, the pick.
4: S- the pick is where.
3: Well, there was a there was a touchdown yeah, before yeah. that, the, right? The first, the, yeah. th- the
4: first touchdown was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah no you worries. can deal with that. You can deal with. One. Where we're going to shut them out. Uh, but then, like Case started with
1: these Tebow-esque jump passes. It was a, yeah. horrible, it was a horrible pass. Yeah, uh, it was like shades of Tavares Jackson. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so when that pick and uh, or subsequent touchdown happens, like, oh boy. that <laughs> like, That's when this we've been here before. This is starting to feel familiar. This is
3: where Chad and I began snickering behind you two.
4: Um, we were definitely getting quite giddy uh, and excited. The Polish sausages' lady friend was oh, also. She's oh. not really able to hide her. No, name. Like, <laughs> you two, I'll,
1: I'll give you, you, two and Chad credit. Uh, you, you guys. Um, you were like kind of snickering but you like kept oh, no, it to ourselves. We, we gotta like. You were like no 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 like like uh, professor and uh, Moses are gonna kill themselves we gotta yeah. like we gotta let's like watch not, let's, yeah. say, let's just like don't rub it in their faces like get some popcorn and enjoy just it. watch yeah but Polish uh, sausages girlfriend was like, openly celebrating the Polish sausage to his credit was like
2: you should probably calm down a little bit like these guys are suicidal now like <laughs> I think we were all trying to be respectful of you of you because we knew how emotional it got later on in the game, yeah but at the same time we wanted to we wanted to revel in it.
1: Yeah. You know, because oh. it's good content. And so, like,
2: the last like five minutes of the fourth quarter,
1: like there's like four cell phones trained on me at all moments. Chad was trying to be sly, and it was, it was very. <laughs> no, we
3: were ready to swim in a pool of your tears. It would yeah. have been fantastic. And
1: it almost happened because uh, the, the, we had the emotional roller coaster. You,
2: you expose yourself to the public eye when you take on a podcast of this magnitude. Yeah. Actually,
1: oh yeah, you're a known person. Now. Yeah, the the people, yeah, the, people wanna the people want to know. People want to know how I'm feeling, what how I'm reacting.
2: They're infatuated with you.
1: Of course, of course, as they should be. Uh, it's a responsibility I I take on, and I know the full gravity of it. Um, and the full gravity of the game really hit, uh, hit hard. in the, the last three minutes of the four lead changes, you know, like uh, yeah. Can we go through each the, of those? The Saints, so the Saints took the lead. Like
4: there is this great, great graphic of the win probability on oh, the yes. ESPN app. I, I also saw it. That oh, it just, <laughs> which was also much like my heart was going yeah, this, through at the same This was,
1: peaks and valleys. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... So the Saints took the lead on that touchdown to Kamara. which Awesome touchdown. By the way, there was an illegal formation by the offense in that play. Uh, and I can show you the image, but there's both two guys were covering the line of scrimmage. That was a legal formation. Should but never of, count on the refs. Never, no, never but count you on didn't, refs, But he didn't get called, which means he had more grit than the defensive player that was covering him. Sorry, I'm just saying that that play should have been a five-yard penalty and a redo. So, uh, one, the, the refs were out to screw the Vikings. Yet, we <laughs> overcame. In, in the
4: end... If that would have happened, more time would have gone off the but, clock.
1: But I will I will right. say. It would have been a
3: 10-yard touchdown instead of a 5-yard no, touchdown. No, would That's have all. the
1: field goal. Uh, and I, I will say, though, that the rest made up for it later because on the big third and one stop, um, Tom Johnson lined up in the neutral zone just a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, just Didn't a little. Just a See, little, it all evens out. Like it all imp, evens so, out. Uh, two formation penalties on big plays uh, evened out. Uh, anyway. So, the saints go up to hit your lead, and I'm just, like, on the edge of my life, basically. With, what, maybe
3: f- six was, minutes, something like that? No, it was... Maybe more, we, we, was were we were, were that. silent.
1: Yeah. You and I both were just dead I, I, silent. I didn't talk for, like, 15 minutes. I just, like, stared... It's the best 15 like, minutes into the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> I, into I don't the think abyss. my girlfriend
4: knew how to console me. I yeah. was just... Like, I was alternating between my, like, head on the table yeah. not being able to lodge. So I think
3: I saw black holes in their eyes. Like, they were just staring into oblivion. And welcome uh, to
5: Viking Fandom.
3: I, I couldn't have been happier. Uh you
1: <laughs> That's basically you how we it felt. We're looking
5: at
2: worst possible scenario.
1: Yeah. All uh, right? Where so you get up early and is, then you lose to a So, so the it's like a dear fall. friend. Yeah. So then the Vikings drove back. And they had a long field goal attempt from Kai Forbath, who'd already missed a 49-yarder. This is a 52, I believe? Was 53 or 54.
3: 54. Oh, I yeah. think it was 54. Was and, that the most on edge you've ever been for – well, I was, not ever for a field goal, but since the last one at yeah, least. Yeah, I, I was so on
4: edge. When he nailed the kick with a minute and a half left, I started to cry at that point. Yeah. At that point, yeah. it already yeah. – That much felt of like a release. That was like – I think the worst case scenario for every Vikings fan was that game coming down
1: to a field goal yeah.
4: and at that point it looked like that's well, what, and what
1: it was. What the Fox Broadcast team did too is they replayed uh, the Gary uh, Anderson uh, and the Blair Walsh field yeah. goal replays right before the kick and the bargain the whole bar was like No, no like, it, it was food, like it a was nightmare just, in the, it was just like, Chad and I were cackling in the corner. Yeah, it was just like yeah. like hundreds of triggered Viking fans <laughs> all at once. Like just our snowflakes were melting in the, um, uh, but he made the kick. No! No! Yeah, exactly. That one, too. Uh, he made the kick, and uh, like, like I said, um, Moses started crying. Um, I was almost there with him. It was like the Red Sea in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the, the Saints got the ball. And the normally dependable Vikings defense almost forced a fourth. Uh, uh, they forced a fourth down. They forced a fourth down. Like
4: three great stops in a row, and then just a ho-hum, oh, like 14-yard. Just It, it was... The most anticlimactic play, yeah, that was
1: also seemingly a death. It, blow. it was on Mac Alexander. The can't like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it couldn't. It couldn't. It was on Mac Alexander, the second-year corner, uh, who's still a little a little green around the gills. Uh, and then, so the Saints kicker made the kick. He just destroyed it. It was a great kick, and and we were. It's like forty-one yards. Yeah, there was there was no made, doubt on it. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Last week uh, against the Panthers, he made like two fifty-seven yarders. Like he he's been locked in. Yeah. Stud.
1: Uh, so the Vikings get the ball back, and, well, I mean, I guess you guys know the rest. Uh, it's it third and ten. Um, there's ten seconds left. And After like, they
3: really – they they made one one catch, I think, to move before that on the drive. Yeah, there wasn't yarder, much – so, there was not much to, to speak of on that drive, though. So
1: third and ten, and they threw a uh, seven heaven. Uh, they call that seven heaven route. Uh, uh, perfect name. Yeah. Just nailed it. Uh, there's Case got a clean pocket, stepped up, and hit Diggs, uh, who – Caught the ball, and had the safety made the correct play, likely would have like, tackled Marcus, him. Pro- Marcus Williams. Yeah. yeah. Probably would have. Probably would have pushed him out of bounds. Um,
3: but potentially got him down in bounds. But yeah, you're right. Most yeah. likely but he, he goes just, out of bounds. Bending over,
1: like bending yeah. over
4: already as the ball's coming in. Like we have it on uh, the professor's monitor here. Just Shockingly I don't understand background. how he is in that position.
5: <laughs>
3: Here's the way I see it. Is that he? I, I think we 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 can all agree that the biggest thing he that the that the Saints player is trying to do is not get called
4: for a penalty. That's fair. They had had multiple guys no yeah, called No Yeah, you don't want to hit him early. That's very, that being that's very said, fair. he
3: was almost too gritty and he wanted it a little too much. That he got there too early and oversold the play, which uh, you know I, I I applaud his hustle and uh, the better team. I guess just didn't win this today, you know? Oh, oh, oh fuck you. Really?
4: Yeah. Really? Uh,
2: can we say that the Vikings didn't necessarily deserve to win this game? No. Mm. Well, maybe the best team This team The second won, half was not our best, but we didn't deserve to win. We Are, being. I'm, I'm a Lions fan, actually. So <laughs> the NFC North is what you're uh, saying. So, anyway, Royal congratulations up, up, up. Well, on Matt Patricia. Yeah. Yes, your your, you.
4: your, your Patriots scraps. Uh, thank you. He, he's not Bill Belichick.
1: <laughs>
2: Just win, baby. Yeah. You could have just left it. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but anyway, uh, Williams misses Diggs, ends up tackling his own player. Diggs takes takes made, a clear out. Diggs made a phenomenal effort to, like, plant his – the fact that he was able put to, his like, hand change down. momentum and turn up field, because he was yeah. heading right at the sideline, put his hand down, kept his balance, and, like, sprinted towards the end zone was insane. Do you think a lesser
2: receiver might have immediately gone out of bounds without even considering – to have the wherewithal to know that there is nobody in between him and the end zone. Well, what I'll say because to I'm that because I'm sure that he was thinking when he caught it, like, let we got that was the first thing in his mind, like get out of bounds, not, you know, try to make this, you know, and and touchdown.
4: I th- I think watching the play, like uh, when he first starts breaking, he has that inclination and he starts going but then he realized there's nothing but green between him and the end zone so and he just goes flies
2: past him he doesn't even make contact with him. no
1: so so what i'll say is like uh, Diggs probably kind of saw or, or felt him like kind of going by so he right when he caught it, he probably knew he had a chance and like Diggs is Diggs is a very audacious receiver and he is He's always looking to turn up the field, and like he's a, always got a little wiggle, and he's always like, making a big play. He's a big player, play. player, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, a locker, he's a beefcake. damn right. Guy. guy. And
3: so... Um, you know, it hurts the team, for what? sure. But looking like, for his own... His own. No, he's Jesus, shut his the own. hell up and uh, let me finish my story, you he, dick. Jesus, oh. sweet... All right. This is the anniversary... Ten
4: years ago, he lost his father. He posted about that on Twitter, and you're talking yeah. smack about him.
1: He, he talked about his quarterback.
3: Today. I'm not talking smack about him. I'm
1: just I'm stating facts right now. All right, so the facts of the matter are that I think a lot of receivers probably would have, like, seen it happen and maybe tried to make a play. But what separates Diggs is that he's very agile and he's like, has a lot of shiftiness. I don't think a lot of players could have, like, pulled off, like, the the, the way he kept his balance and turned up field without having to step out of bounds. The momentum change was very very athletic. Uh, and that was was awesome. The whole, like, he runs into the end zone, takes his helmet off, and just chucks it like a badass. It was like a bad flip. It like, looked in football. So, yeah, forward. like, it was so cool. And then the ref throws a flag yep, for, like, penalty. Again, the penalty hurting flag. his team. Hurting his team. Oh, man. Uh, and so then, like,. Like like we're throwing a fucking flag on it. The, the game's over. Why are you throwing a flag on this game? when you Did play, you immediate? catch the flag live, no or were you too busy on the floor? No, I didn't see it live. Uh, so, I, I definitely yeah, did. Yeah, so at the Musa Monroe, like when Diggs catches and he's running towards the end zone and he like runs in. At that point, I kind of like slid out of my chair and like laid on the floor. Like, everyone else is like jumping and screaming, but like I don't know, man. Like I just I couldn't. Crawling down
4: there and wrapping myself in your arms will always be yeah. a highlight of this. Yeah, game. so
1: I was just there on the floor smiling for, like, 30 seconds until, like, you finally, like, jumped on top of me, and, like, I hugged you, and that was, like, when it hit me, like, you were hugging me, I started, like, fist-pumping the air, and I was just like, fuck yeah, and telling Sean Payton to go fuck himself. (laughs) Uh, Which, uh, then it... We should do all the time anyways. Yeah, and, yeah, fuck that dude. Smart. Um, who wears a visor? And... dramas. And Matthews, I did like famous.
3: I did like how Sean Payton did the skull clap uh, to the we'll, audience oh. right after the field
4: goal. We'll, we'll get to that. That's yeah. fun.
3: That's fun. That's good. That's like, too, it's huh? good
4: ribbing. You know, I, I'm, gl- I'm glad he did that instead of giving Marcus Williams uh, <laughs> directions on yeah. you know how to play defense. Yeah,
1: what it taunt the other team instead of you know like coaching, you idiot, you blockhead, you block Made his idiot. choice. Uh, so yeah, basically, this has already gone down as like one of like. The craziest plays of all time. Uh, one of the f- crazy In Minnesota. Games.
4: No, no, like... No, yeah, no, I've seen people from across the country saying this is... I mean, there's always
1: the, like, recency the bias,
2: first, but... This is the first time a playoff game has ended in a... Touchdown. Game-winning no. touchdown as time expired.
1: Yeah. And it was, like, right? so improbable. So, this is so unprecedented. Crazy. Like, this... This is like a nationally – like big. this is going to be talked about for years to come. This is not just like a, ooh, Minnesota fans, although, I mean, ooh, Minnesota fans. Here's the way I see it is that, well, yes,
3: this that was a great ending, fun play. Um, but let's be honest. This is like par for the course for Green Bay fans. Like, oh my we get God. one of these every year, and, you know – no, I, In the regular not, season. But what not, y- you have yeah, had like two ooh. decades of Hall of Fame yeah, quarterback no, I'm not, play. Hey, I'm not saying, We're doing regular season. I'm not
1: saying it's Lions. right. I'm not wow. saying it's wrong. I'm just
3: saying everybody overblows it because when Aaron Rodgers does
1: it, it's just like a normal week. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, like you weren't jacking off for like two months after Aaron, that Hell Mary play. Like
4: Aaron Rodgers oh. is a generational quarterback. Like I'm not going to deny You're that. you damn
1: right I'm going
3: yeah.
4: to jack
3: off for ten years after he yeah. retires for that. Don't, like
4: <laughs> the Lombardi trophy is named for like a former coach of yours. What do we have? Like we have not Minneapolis Gary Anderson. You got Prince. He yeah, was, he was and he, us. the ghosts of Prince, knocked Marcus Williams down. Yeah, so that actually That's segues right.
1: to... One of my favorite things about this play is all, like, the parodies and edits. So The meme possibilities are endless. Yeah, so one of the big ones, like you just mentioned, was, like, it, someone photoshopped Princeton, like, pushing, like, Williams over, blocking the way. That's a really funny one. There's a classic, like... Play the play to like the Celine Dion, my heart will go on Titanic music, which is always hilarious.
3: We had that last year with Mason there's a...
4: There's okay, a, go ahead. It, no, uh, Parker Hageman, uh, who's a twins blogger, whenever the twins hit a walk off, he play, like sings it to, and we can build this. Yeah, yeah. And he did, he sure, did that. For, he did. I went
1: to his Twitter, and sure enough, he did it for yeah, he this. He did it. And I was very But satisfied. probably my favorite is um, there's a Photoshop. Of someone Photoshop Stone Cold Steve Austin giving Marcus Williams a stunner as he's stooping over.
5: Hell
1: yeah! Hell yeah, Stone Cold. Hell yeah, Stone Cold. I like to think that he was there with us as. I like.
3: I like to think yeah, as the ghost of Stone Cold. Like, <laughs> even he, though he's alive. The no. Ghost of Stone but what Cold. if he's not? Like, what if nobody? Like, it
4: was just he's just
1: dead. But no. Do nobody you think knows Stone Cold kind of could
4: could die and the world wouldn't know? I think
1: there'd be a national Impossible. day of mourning. There'd be an earthquake. I disagree. No, if, if
3: if Stone Cold died, like, the the world would just what are we, end, and like what we, are we talking about. Could Stone Cold, this Stone Cold is... even
2: die? I don't think he possible? can. No, Ugh. he's the Texas rattlesnake.
3: This is. I think that's like a that's like a three hour long debate right there. Well, why are we talking? I don't about have we veered way off the
2: course here. This is ridiculous. Uh, really quick, I do want to ask: Minneapolis Miracle or Minnesota
1: Miracle?
4: Neither. Like I don't know what else to call it, but it just seems so bland.
1: I like the Minneapolis Miracle. It's so a play off the Music City Miracle's Miracle. Fine. Yeah, I mean, Yeah,
4: but we should have our own
1: thing. Uh eh. whatever. <laughs> like. It was created off the cuff by by our boy Paul Allen. Yeah, I mean, you come up with something it, better, and I'm down for it. But there I'm, wasn't I'm like happy a, with it.
3: there wasn't like one. I'm happy with it. You know, like normally in something like that, it's usually like a call on the broadcast team or something. And there was no like one like thing they said that was like yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. I, I, so I I think the Minneapolis or or Minnesota Miracle works I, just fine.
1: I like going with the play. The play the was play. called Seven Heaven. Oh, that's good. So okay. I'm down with 7 heaven. And it's Not very in 7 heaven. And case but, through it, who was number 7? Number, yeah. And yeah. And
4: he delivered a... he he gave an angelic blessing to all Vikings fans that day. I'm down
1: with that. Wow. I'm done with that. That's good. And prince came down from heaven. Okay, it yes. makes sense. It makes sense. I'm down with that. Um, i just uh, want to say that good like call. Vikings It's going to be forty-eight
0: and grizzly. And we're
1: bringing a Hell yeah. Rain. Hell yeah. can I just say quickly that like Vikings fans goddamn deserve this. We've gone through so many shitty things. And, like, here's the thing. like, There are two more games the best left. Thi- the best thing is that, like... One more game, but okay. Other, like, other national media people, like the, the PMT guys, for instance, just said, like, man, like, like... Good for Minnesota, like, they've dealt with so much shitty things. This is the type of thing that happens to them over and over and over again, like, for decades. Like, it's, for once, we were finally on the other end of it. No, obviously. For once, we got the lucky break. Uh what? Anyway, we deserved it. We deserved it so much. No!
4: Obviously, like, you and I have that perception of Viking fandom, but... Well, like, no, no, but, like, do, but, do you really think it's, it's, it's nationally recognized? Yes,
1: because national rec- – like the like I said, the part of my take guys said yeah. that. You know, like national media members are, like, saying that. Yeah, like we're Look, known for, like, no, these things. Here's the thing
3: is that, you, yes, you guys are known for that kind of stuff, but that is for one reason and one reason only, you consistently make the playoffs – the difference between you and every other team that has this happen to them, like the Packers, all the time, is that you haven't won a Super Bowl. That's the yeah, difference. Like one right of the now. things that Packers I- have this shit happen to them every year, every other year. It's the same thing, but we've won Super Bowls and
4: you haven't. One of the things that I, I've heard yeah. in the past couple days is Oedipus complex. That we the, the Vikings have the <laughs> sixth highest winning percentage of all time in Hell the yeah. NFL. Yeah,
5: which we deserve this. You would normally yeah. think
4: would lead to. A title, and yeah. yeah just
5: no. you
3: haven't had a Super Bowl, and you've had great wins. Like you guys have had plenty of awesome wins. You've had plenty of shitty l- losses. So is every team. The difference is you don't have rings.
4: Like I feel like this was the first. Oh my God, win since Greg Lewis caught the touchdown. Yeah, far.
1: that was. Oof. A uh, couple more fun facts from this game. First off, everyone's overlooking the freeze tag celebration after the Vikings' second touchdown. Not their best. Not their best, but I liked it. I liked it.
2: Um, you run out of ideas, you know. Late like in the Twitter
1: season. was all like,
4: Twitter was like, oh freeze tag. I'm like, eh. weak, um, weak. It's cool. Give me duck, duck, gray, duck.
1: We can't can't repeat it, you know? Oh, sure, you can. It's it's a classic. All right. uh, Maybe you can. The last thing I think is really cool. So the game was over, but then they made us – people come back out to the tunnel to kick the extra point. Like, they legally had to do it, which is probably a gambling thing. And so, fun fact, at the time of kickoff, the the Vegas spread for the game was 5.5 points. All right, And the Vikings were up by five and had to kick the extra point, and they chose to take a knee instead of kicking it. So people lost money. A lot of people lost money. A lot of people money. lost money by that play that So, no True. joke, I was, like, so delirious after that that I didn't even,
4: like... I was aware that they were coming out to kick it. Like, my girlfriend had mentioned something to me, so I was like, okay, they're coming out to kick it. And I didn't wa- watch the play, what happened, so I assumed that the final was 30-24. Yeah. And then when I just saw all everybody reporting 29-24, I'm like, oh, my God, did Kai miss the kick? <laughs> that was my automatic reaction. <laughs> yeah. like, He's a like, just triggered.
3: <laughs> that it. would have been <laughs> so funny if you, that
1: happened that way. Uh, and I think we should end with our last anecdote uh, of the um, beefcake and Rob and I went to the Wolves game right after. Sure. Yeah. All Eyes uh, North. It's All Eyes north, north. Which was super fun because like half the people in the stands were wearing purple. Uh, and it was like one of those things where I walked into the concourse and there's people like wearing Adam Thielen jerseys. And like we'd like make eye contact and point at each other. Like, yeah, I what's up?
3: I saw more Vikings jerseys than I did Timberwolves jerseys oh, at the game. Oh, sure, sure. We're, I we're, saw a
2: Klein Saucer jersey. Oh, Jimmy! Jimmy. Uh,
3: that Jimmy. dude's I,
1: gritty as fuck.
3: Although, I think... Uh, professor and I saw the best jersey. Uh,
5: oh, the Fred Tyus Smoot jersey. Oh, Fred Smoot we saw it oh, jersey. It was, <laughs> I died. I was yeah, on the floor. It was like, great.
3: It, I couldn't handle myself. It wasn't both. Fred Smoot. I don't know. It could have been
4: another one of the like videos that I saw though, that I really loved. Uh, like you saw everyone at the Wolves game was uh, at the Wild game. Oh the, yeah. The touchdown occurred while O Canada was playing. Yeah. And Forget you, Canada. Everyone was in the concourse, not in the seats, watching the game, and just drowned out the Canadian National Anthem
1: due to the exit.
3: That's the one good thing that happened uh, <laughs> because of that game.
1: <laughs> ah. Uh that was cool, though, at the Wolves game, like the Skull Champ broke out
2: like nine times.
1: Did it really? It was yeah. ridiculous. So it, many, was like, it was so many kind many of times. a
2: blowout at a certain point in the second half. Yeah. And it, it was only a ten-point
4: game, know. wasn't it? No, no,
2: no they got it, it up to 20+. No, plus. It? And, yeah, it,
1: they kind of get lower than... Yeah, that, uh, so. and I I scold every fucking Third time with them. In. It was great. That's right. Um, so yeah, it was a magical magical Sunday. Um, I got drunk. One that you'll never of forget. Wings. I'll never forget it. No, absolutely. Not. I, I've never felt that way after a win before. Like the tingling and the emotion and like just the shock was just out of control.
3: Here's what I'll say, and I'm just gonna look, little pitch real quick here. You like you liked that feeling, right? Right, you guys, both of you. Yeah, you that, that, was, that was good. Enjoyed that feeling. It you felt wanna great. Feel that every year. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's only one clear thing to do: become a Patriots fan. <laughs> is hurt. Sure, that'll work too. <laughs>
4: one, or, one of the two.
3: You know, either one works. Pick your, choose, yep. make your choice.
4: All right. Well, like you, you say this, but the, from the second that the Saints beat the Panthers, I was filled with dread. All of last week, I was thinking back to watching the game at the professor's apartment in 2010. Uh, yeah. I was scared, but now after this, like I'm still riding high on that. Like yeah. I haven't been filled with the dread, and that is not imagine, an experience that Vikings imagine. Fans have.
3: Imagine the same, the same, you know, high, the same winning, exc- the excitement without the dread. That's what you get
4: if you come over to the right team. Yes, but then I'd have to sell my soul to the devil. Like, I'm not going to be a Yeah, head.
1: I do not want to marry my cousin, so I will not become a Packer fan. Like, that's, I, that's I'm,
4: only one I, of the options. I'm not going to pay fine, like... to have a non voting share in a team. Like, that's the <laughs> biggest script I've ever seen. I don't want a problem? Paul Ryan.
2: Oh, God. No. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> all right. We talked about how the Eddie Vikings Monster. are going to have to confront some demons on their road to the Super Bowl, and I definitely think that one huge demon was just exercised here uh, yeah. on Sunday.
1: You can say that again.
4: Ka- no. really, and again, like I want to give Kai credit, because I, I think every Minnesota fan with a minute and a half to go saw that we were all in the same place. Oh, I expected him to miss for sure. And I think that was the beginning. I do it. like
3: this idea that had he missed, it wouldn't have changed the end of the game.
2: It's a nice oh, bonus, though, to sure. know that he made a clutch field goal yes. moving forward.
4: And It ended up being not the most relevant thing, but that was kind of th- the first thing that needed to happen in
2: order for the Vikings to exercise their demons. All right, very good. Well, you got to look forward now. You know, you can't get, uh, what is it, a 24-hour rule in the NFL? You'd sure, yeah, you get 24 hours to celebrate. We're already past that,
4: yeah. and I don't care.
2: Still, it's going to be an all-week party. All right. Well, any last things, reflections? I think you guys got you no, shot no. your load pretty much. On all I, I, I'm
1: feeling kind of parched, Robert. Okay. Well,
4: here. <laughs> I Thanks, think loves. That's
2: Yiddish for "drink that fucking fireball, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Look, Look, I, I, am. I
3: think it's Yiddish for "let's go to the bar today." <laughs>
2: Let's go to the bar then Okay we're going to take a quick break When we come back Head down to that local neighborhood bar And get out some drinks Stick with us on Kings of the North Welcome back to Kings of the North are back. This is Rob with an H, flanked by Professor Pigskin. Oh, give it to me, baby. The Beefcake. Ooh, ooh, yeah. And this week's very special guest, Purple Moses. B'chaim. He just uh, drank some peppermint schnapps. Very refreshing. Hey. Is that,
1: is that a kosher peppermint schnapps?
2: Yes. I if sure it isn't, it. I'm a sinner and I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well about time that we head to the bar gentlemen we weren't there last week and definitely uh they missed us yeah so. i think their well, their sales couple beers yeah couple shots. Beers. all right shots yeah,
1: their, their sales numbers were low last week yeah, we, we really heard the bottom line of this place because we
2: drink a lot <laughs> <laughs> so with that we're going to begin this week's bar segment with purple moses the guest drinks first what are you ordering up first mr purple moses well i'm, I'm
4: I'm actually going to go with an Audible. Originally, I was uh, going to order up a a hurricane for uh, Mr. Sean Payton. The hurricane, of course. (laughs) The drink of choice for (laughs) visor-wearing douche bros in New Orleans with way too much time on their hands. But then, as the beefcake alluded to earlier, uh, Mr. Payton has recently uh, decided to start Participating in Scandinavian uh, <laughs> rituals, with war this rituals. Chant. So I'm actually going to send him uh, a nice little shot of aquavy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Sure.
1: All right. Straight from
4: Minnesota.
3: Something he can drink while he's doing bloody war rituals
4: to summon,
3: you know, like demons and fire gods and stuff like that. Is that what you're, you're alluding to? I mean, how else do
4: you think a piece of shit
2: like that is kept? How else he wants to spend more? his off season? Yeah, not... There's got to be some sort of. Uh, there's got to be some kind of devil shit going on to keep a team like that relevant for so long, right? Right. Hope I mean. I mean, I'm not
3: knocking it. I mean, you you just win, baby. just win, baby. Right there, it is. You know, whatever, whatever it, it takes.
2: Supernatural shit, whatever.
3: I'm convinced that my team has done some of that because there's no way you get two quarterbacks like that in a row without some extracurriculars. Roger it's big of heart. you to
1: admit. Oh yeah, you. <laughs> Yeah, time for a new ritual.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's time. All right. Professor, you get your first drink now. Well, Sean
1: Payton, let's make it a double. Um, Ooh. I'm sure. g- going to order you a beer. I forgot to write down the brewery name, so I, I apologize. But the name of the beer is called the Shitty Shit Beer, because you're going to eat a bunch of shit, you piece of shit, Sean Payton. Goddamn, you motherfucker, Would piece you of shit. you
4: say he, Ooh, he so coaches the suckiest bunch of sucks who have ever sucked? He
1: has coached the <laughs> suckiest bunch of sucks who have ever sucked. That was well-worded. Uh, the dude's classless... And douchey And like For an NFL head coach To like taunt fans Is like the dumbest thing And you know what Karma's the reason Why the Saints lost And they deserve to lose Because their head coach Who's a cheater Bounty gate Idiot Douchebag that was coming fate. to him.
3: I like this idea that even Talk when champagne. the professor, I like this idea even when the professor wins in like wins in thrilling fashion. He's there's like a million and one things to be pissed about, and it's just like your your attitude would not have changed no matter what the score of the game.
4: So uh, so man, I'm really good friends no with a Patriots fan and a Cowboys fan, and and we we play the game Magic the Gathering as a team and travel, and they constantly remark at the elephant-like memory of Vikings fans who don't let anything like the Herschel Walker trade go. Oh. We hold on.
3: Oh, And I, we I are love, bitter. I love bringing up the Herschel the, Walker trade. It's one of my all-time favorites. Moses,
1: the North remembers. The North <laughs> fucking remembers. The North will always remember.
2: <laughs> Only a Super Bowl win might erase those memories. And, and the South and, drinks shit. Fuck you,
1: Sean Payton. Okay. Next wow. drink. A lot of venom
2: towards this towards the Saints this week at the bar segment. Hopefully something a little bit more lighthearted. The
1: Saints might be my second least favorite team after the Packers. Wow. And, and like the margin's getting close. Really? Wow. Fuck the Saints. Wow,
2: okay. This, this victory did nothing to help that. Maybe hate him more. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, he's full of hate. Beefcake give us some love. Okay, please. you know what?
3: I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to take it at church a little bit here. Um, <laughs> oh. And so uh it, Moses this might be a little um I don't, I don't know if you can partake in this, but... I mean, I went um, to a Catholic college. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a little something for every Vikings fan uh, in Minnesota. Um, we're going to give you some communion wine this week. Oh. Um, amen. You guys got a hell of a miracle this week. So I think the right thing to do is to go to church, mass, whatever you're, you know... Um, service of choice is um, because geez you guys better hope for another one this weekend it's gonna be a rough one the only way you guys make it to the super bowl is would be in more thrilling fashion because once you start down that path it's something you have to do each and every week and uh god you better hope for another miracle
2: do you feel like there might be some sort of Angels in the outfield esque well, uh, situation oh,
5: going on. I think there
3: will have to be in order to get to the the Super Bowl. We're we're we've crossed the threshold. There's no way this team can win without a miracle anymore. Wow. See, they're they're stricken yeah. silent. What, am, what? There it is. I, I,
1: I, was, I was just I was just saying a silent prayer just to uh, cover my bases. There. <laughs> so I was saying, mm, okay. yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Very good. Well, second drink then. Prefe- er. Excuse me, not Professor Moses, uh, Purple Moses.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm chomping at the bit for the second drink, but I'll, well, I'll let him go. As
4: frightening as this is, I'm actually kind of on a similar path as the beefcake here. Ooh, you gotta get checked. smart. Uh, actually, what I want to do is I want to take Mr. Stefan Diggs. Ooh out to Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> so he can turn the entire thing into wine.
1: Oh Ooh, nice. I like that. <laughs> oh man. And then purify himself
3: in it. And then We can all purify ourselves.
1: <laughs> we got a new purple Jesus. I like that a lot. Wait, we had one before I have no recollection of this. of this. Yeah. 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 I don't beats me. <laughs> oh. Uh we We should switch topics yeah, here. <laughs> 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 Stop kidding. <laughs>
5: Jeez.
2: Is that Diggs touchdown the closest thing as you've seen to a potential messiah? Uh, I'm definitely writing a
4: letter to the Vatican and Pope Francis saying that is. One miracle, uh, but yeah, I I am starting to believe that maybe the Messiah is finally here, and he wears 14 in purple.
3: I think you're you're super close. Um, you know, one miracle is really good, and he might be a great prophet. But 12 in green has had multiple. Oh, you know, uh,
2: Brad Johnson was. <laughs> pretty Unlike any woman 14 with as well. Brad Johnson 14 was he? Did he rank high He's, at all in your savior list?
4: He did once catch a pass that he threw himself, but Marcus Mariota
2: kind of topped that last yeah. weekend. Yeah. Damn him. I bet he was pissed about that. Okay, Professor, your second drink. Uh
1: my second drink. I'm going to get uh a drink called the Buried Hatchet Stout. Ooh. And I'm serving it over to Joe Buck. <laughs> for more than ten years. That's big of you. For more than ten years, Vikings wow. fans have had Very big a of lot you. of animosity towards Joe Buck. Uh and I think you all know why. Uh, I've talked about this play a lot, you know, the classic um Lambeau Field uh play and where he made the call after Randy Moss's amazing touchdown.
0: That is a disgusting act by Randy Moss. <laughs>
1: and it's good been... Good reporting. It's been over 10 years since that play happened. And we've hated them ever since then. And, you know what? For good reason. But there's two reasons why Vikings fans everywhere need to bury the hatchet with Joe Buck. Okay, the first one is this summer in Part of My Take. Uh, the guys br- brought that up to him. And Joe Buck said, like, yeah, me, I might have overreacted a little bit on that call. So, one, he, he admitted he made a mistake. And then, two... Uh, as great as PA's call was, and PA's call was great, Joe Buck eh. also had a really good call on the Stefan Diggs. Um, Let's go to <laughs> he also had a really good call. It's always sunny there. Uh a really good call on that touchdown play. Uh and that's it, you know, just like Diggs or caught, Diggs, sideline, touchdown, unbelievable. I like, never uh, heard him
2: raise his voice like that. Yeah, so that so reminded it's, well, me of kinda, like it reflected the it, gravity. It was, that reminded me of the old played.
4: commercial where um, Aikman was watching the plays or was like listening to rebroadcasts of his. And I remember the touchdown in that commercial was Aikman touchdown. Unbelievable. And that was basically exactly what he yeah. did. And, and you bring up Moss as the reason why Minnesota fans don't like him. But there's actually two reasons. Oh. There is the Randy Moss reason, but there's actually a baseball connection. Yeah. In 2011 when yeah. the uh, when the Rangers were playing the Cardinals and David Freeze had a walk-off home run in game 6, he said, "We'll see you tonight," which to be oh. fair was an homage to his father. Yeah, yeah. Jack Buck, who called the famous Kirby Puckett home run in game 6 of the 91 World Series, what but Minnesota talking fans about? I know what were he's talking about. outraged that he would steal, quote unquote, our call that's for that game. Oh my god, that's ri- that's a ridiculous accusation. But that is just another like I I, I am. It was the World Series, yeah, right? I am not a Joe Buck hater, but I'm just saying there is another I, I'm reason. Not why a I'm a Joe Buck hater hands. either. No, I hate Joe but Buck. I, He's I awful, like, and you should never be. He almost he, he almost Died because of his hair plug addiction. Like anyone that, that pathetic, you
2: have yeah. to feel <laughs> a little bit. No, no, basketball. absolutely. Not. You could admire that sort of vanity. No,
4: I. You know
3: what? I don't care how vain he is. He's a horrible play caller. It, or, uh, yeah, he's just awful. I, I can't stand him. And,
4: uh. As bad as you think he is in football, he's ten times
1: worse in baseball. That's why I don't watch baseball. There's a, a million reasons not to watch baseball. Joe yeah. Buck is
3: might be number okay. one. Uh, but okay.
1: anyway, it was, it was simple, and he let the, he let the moment breathe. He stopped. He, he and did. He just kind of let the crowd noise take over. It was a great he, call, and now like his voice is going to be the soundtrack to one of the greatest plays in NFL history, you, and the, the play that sprung the Vikings to the Super Bowl. So Vikings fans, it is time to bury the hatchet with Joe Buck. It was cute how
3: he reused the Randall Cobb one from last year. He, yeah, he that, called the same. He did that, the exact super, same, exact same super, call. You can't let us have one thing. No, can't you?
4: I can't. You're just being it, a dick. No, I'm night, not being know. a Wait, dick about it. it I'm You're just it. a typical <laughs> cheesehead. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Sorry okay. that he made okay. the same call okay. Okay. Hi, i like, looking forward to him signing the vet minimum contract with the Browns this offseason. Okay. What a receiver. Wow. He, he Wait, invoked the Browns.
2: The football team? Yeah, they almost beat the Packers. <laughs> Barely have a basketball team. Just win, point. baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to go over then to the beefcake. What's your second Oh
3: uh, You know, Stefan Diggs is a very popular uh athlete in 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 minnesota this week so you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a shot his way um i'm gonna get him you know what i'm gonna get a shot of vodka but i'm gonna add a couple things to it oh i'm gonna put in some pickle brine and some tabasco sauce and get this guy a dirty fingers shot because we all saw that dirty play where he pulled down the uh cornerback for the saints to to pull a uh, <laughs> pass interference. Yep, you saw it. I saw it. Everyone saw it.
4: Hey, man, you got to sell the and ball. Y- and no, and, and Just you know, win, baby. That's what great I, showmanship. You know what?
3: That's not my issue with it. Um, Jordy Nelson does that every game. Who? Mm-hmm. The difference.
2: Not in the, the playoffs. The, the
3: The biggest difference, <laughs> though, is that, you know, again, you got to sell it. And, that yeah, was an awful, ridiculously horrible job of selling that. Well, everyone great. saw it. Um I'm shocked the refs didn't see it. Um, but, you know, uh, you pay them a couple bucks before the game, they'll let that kind of stuff go away.
2: All right. Well, it's nice of you to give a shot to the hero on the Vikings. It, I wouldn't was expect a good, that sort of thing. It was thing. a
1: good play. You know, in fact, it was...
3: Nice. I'm not saying it was a bad play. I'm just saying if you're going to do it, you got to do a
2: better job than that man.
1: Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll there see.
3: You,
2: th- you got the dirty laundry. <laughs> we'll see you this week. All right, Purple Moses, your final drink of the evening.
4: You know, there's a lot of ways I was thinking about going for this. There was uh, giving a drink to Pat Shermer because it sounds like he's headed to the Giants. Uh, sure. But he'll get plenty of drinks there. Pour one out. Um, and there are there a lot s- of heroes that were recognized this week. There sure. was Case Race. Of course. There was Stephon Kinsey. Yeah. Of course. Um, there was Sandejo. Ooh, ooh, yes! Yeah, they want to talk about Dirty. Jeez. Yeah, oh god. And Rhodes' reaction to that. Is it? But I think the biggest hero of the game deserves a case of Dom Perignon, and that is Marcus Williams. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, yes. There it is. Uh, uh, I, I'm giving you a case yes! of Dom Perignon. Thank I you, you so much. Uh, you have given me Something that the people
2: wearing purple never could. He will oh. receive cheers forever forth. you come to Minnesota, to I will US buy Stadium. anything
4: you want. Key to the city, man. Key I'll,
2: to the city. I'll take you to Matt's
4: bar, I'll take you to Up Down. whatever, man. Marcus Williams, you come to Minnesota, I got you, bro. <laughs> uh, right.
2: better, better luck next year, Rookie. Definitely. I bet he got shit-faced. That, that oh, hell yeah. I, I so wouldn't point. you? I hope he got wasted. Yeah, I hope so, too.
0: Well, a couple beers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shots? He, he went straight for shots. Yeah, no beers n- needed. All right. Speaking of that, professor, your final drink. <sighs> My last drink. It's going out to all the Philadelphia Eagles fans. Mm. I'm getting them yeah, fans. <laughs> uh, they're mo- mostly criminals or soon to be criminals. Uh, <laughs> they ex-cons. just kind of show up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ex <or> cons or soon to be cons.
4: Like I knew there was the movie Silver Linings Playbook where they had fans, but I thought that was just fiction. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it's, it's fiction. Fiction. I guess if they're not <laughs> powerful movie, <laughs> I guess if they're not not real, this will be a cheap uh, order. I guess, but they're gonna get um, a tasty little brew out of Fargo, North Dakota, called the Sod Buster. And Ooh, I, I love that beer. It's a great way. beer. <laughs> and I figure, you know, since they're not, they're gonna have to watch the game with Carson Wentz instead of watching him play. They'll <laughs> also experience a little bit of North Dakota's <laughs> finest. Product. Carson
4: Wentz the best thing to ever
1: come out of North Dakota. The oh. second. <laughs> And the second best thing is the sodbuster beer, so they might as well taste it. Uh, Phil Jackson was from North Dakota too, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who?
2: Wow. Uh, I'll tell you what. Professor, when you're, older. you're a lot of your is from North Dakota. Yeah, do you feel like they're do you feel like they're conflicted about like rude, wanting Carson Wentz's team to succeed uh, while yeah, having the Vikings, you know, chasing history?
1: I actually Skyped
2: off uh, my grandma over
1: Christmas and um and is during the Eagles game and they're kind of distracted by it. even though Car- Wentz is already hurt they're still rooting for the Eagles with him on the sidelines and it's just like come on but like so I haven't talked to her uh, recently but I I really hope she's not rooting for the Eagles but I feel like she might be because you know like when you're from North Dakota like it's like an empty, barren wasteland with, like, nothing and no one. And so you have, like, somebody from there come out of it and become famous, much like this podcast um, and me. Yeah. Uh, so it's me and Carson Wentz, are like, the two main products in North Dakota, the main exports. And uh, so, yeah, you root for them. You root for them when you have them.
4: So, Professor, much like Milhouse's dad tries to pretend and forget that Milhouse's mom is from Shelbyville, <laughs> I try to forget that you're from North Dakota. But you bring up Phil Jackson... Who do you think is a better all-time coach? Phil Jackson
1: or Greg Popovich? Oh, Mike Zimmer. Come on. <laughs>
2: Mike Zimmer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Popovich. Uh, I like Pop. Uh, um, but we Popovich need, never had MJ. We don't need, we don't need to have like a conversation, conversation. I'm a I'm Pop, too. I'm with Pop as well.
1: Okay. That's the only answer. Of course. He's the yeah, best.
2: And Phil ruined his legacy with the Knicks, too. What
5: the hell is
2: that? The, not when he initially played with them the second time around. Anyway. Okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Beefcake, the final drink of the evening goes Let to you. Let me tell
3: you, it's 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 a doozy here. Um, I'm going to be drinking this, actually, on Sunday uh, for the game. And you know what? I encourage everyone in Philadelphia, including the Eagles uh, themselves, to be drinking it with me. Um, Let's go to Philadelphia! Yes, we are. And I know this, the forecast so far has called for rain, but... Something tells me, I, and i got to believe. It's going to be 48
0: and Grizzly, and we're bringing a purple rain. I have to
3: believe that, despite all odds, it will be sunny in Philadelphia. So,
0: Hey-o. you know Yeah-ha. what You know
3: what? I'm going to have? I'm going to have fight milk. The first alcoholic protein drink made for bodyguards. Five bodyguards. Drink it every morning so you can fight like a crow. Watch your scoreboard soar high as a crow. Ah!
1: That Go birds! Have, that might have been the best drink order of the entire podcast. Go birds! Like, this is like your 20th, 21st episode. It's the best That's, drink order. I resign
2: after that. That's <laughs> yeah. Wow! What a final drink! Yeah,
1: shut the segment down. Go. Shut it down. Shut it, shut it down! Uh, oh my god!
0: Oh! Uh. Shut
2: it down! All right! Wow! Dirk,
0: okay. what yes. a great human being! Uh, he's the best. Yeah, he
2: is. Okay. We're going to take a great order the bar now because after that fight milk. We're getting kicked out. out. Okay. Getting <laughs> when you out. start <laughs> drinking fight milk, you don't drink anything after that. Out. You blackout. You blackout. Okay. It makes you expel all bodily you know fluids. You know where I think we should go, gentlemen? Where? We should head to Four Down Territory. Oh, oh I'm jacked. Because it is that part it of the is podcast. Of the so podcast. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to enter Four Down Territory, A extremely controversial Four Down Territory you're not going to want to miss. Stick with us on Kings of the North. Welcome back to Kings of the North. We are back again. This is Rob with an H, joined by Professor Pigskin. Hey, everybody. Go Vikings. Also, the Beefcake. Yes. And our very special guest this week is Purple Moses. Shalom. Great cash, homie. Live
4: long and prosper. Which Leonard Mm -hmm. Nimoy took from Rosh Hashanah services after he
2: saw the rabbi do it. Wow. Dang. Little known fact.
5: Yeah. Okay,
2: you're learning a lot of things this week on Kingsland North. One of the little Maybe races. it was Yom Kippur, but it was one of the- Ah, Whatever. Who cares? All right. It's that part of the podcast, gentlemen. Time to oh. enter four-down territory. Yes. Where there are no rules and anything is possible. Just win, baby. That's right. So this week, we have a very special topic for four-down territory. This week's topic... Most clutch sports performances. Oh. This this is going to be incredible. So many memorable moments a lot of great so many different sports. And I'm looking forward to hearing where uh, you all are going with this. Um, by way of rock, paper, scissors. I can't believe he, he wins every time. I'm, rock, I'm paper, three and one. I'm three and one. <laughs> of course he keeps track.
1: I'm a stats guy.
2: Your you are I
4: interest you in sabermetrics and baseball, my friend.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: Let's
4: not
5: even start with that. <laughs>
2: Professor, you uh, have the very first good. overall pick. I'm interested to hear what kind of homerish response you will come up with. Well, well, Rob. This is
1: going to be unbearable, Rob. Well, Rob, you called it. <laughs> uh, I'm happy I got number one overall. That way I can make sure the number one overall clutch game-winning play of all time uh, gets picked first. And that's obviously... Play that we've gone into detail many times, Randy Moss, Lambo Field, Randy <laughs> playoffs, Lambeau. end zone, fake moon. Uh, you know how it all ends. It ends what? with a nice, healthy dose of
0: straight cash, homie.
1: Yes, yeah, straight cash, homie.
0: That is a disgusting act That by play Randy counts
1: because uh, it kind of put the game away. As at the very end of the game, and it puts the game out of reach, and therefore is a clutch game-winning play.
3: Professor, that is a disgusting pick. <laughs> first I overall? I can't. He, he constantly, no, that's the thing. He always wins these rock, paper, scissors, but he always makes the
1: worst first pick every single time.
2: That's why I always throw the rock, paper, scissors so that he gets the first overall pick. Uh, for the record, we,
1: we've had one four-down territory oh. go to the public for voting, and I won that. So <sighs> you guys can keep on hating all you want, but that I'm a winner. Was... I'm a winner.
2: I would dispute the vote-getting process on that, uh, given that your your weird hillbilly family were (laughs) the
5: votes.
2: (laughs) You should have got your weird hillbilly family to vote more, idiot. (laughs) Idiot. Okay. Well, we'll see about that next time. We're gonna move on. Purple Moses, you have the second overall pick. So I have a
4: feeling this might be regarded much like uh, taking Darko second overall over Carmelo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. But I. I, I feel that great defensive displays are not often held in as high regard oh, as offensive yeah. displays. And I I think back to the Syracuse, Kansas national championship game. Wow! Hakeem Warwick who had missed two free throws. I so would have sealed the game away. Then going back down on the defensive end and coming up with a huge block uh, as Kansas shot a three from the corner that, Essentially sealed I the that, national I championship.
1: That, play, game. that, that Syracuse two-three zone defense. Yeah,
4: it. I remember watching that and just going nuts and thinking that was the craziest thing ever. And I think defense needs a shout out because offense always overlooks it.
2: Wow. Okay. But I mean, national championship Very wise. play. I mean, so I
3: really like that pick. That's a, that's a that's a great pick.
5: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: certainly I mean, better Mello, than the first that overall. Team. That's for sure. Yeah, that's certainly great. better than Professor Shitty pick. Let's move on. Wrong. To the beefcake.
3: All right, Third Rob. Overall. I'm gonna. You, and you know me I'm gonna pick uh, I'm, I'm gonna pick a football play here um, and actually a series of football plays um, we're gonna take mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. back cool. to Super Bowl 23 uh, the uh, 49ers and Bengals ah. um, with about a minute 52 and one timeout, Joe Montana steps on the field and leads his team to a game-winning touchdown on the biggest stage um, you know there, there's there's no no higher pressure situation and Joe Cool comes out there, recognizes John Candy in the crowd.
5: Uh-huh. And then <laughs> sure.
3: just kind of say, hey, yeah, isn't
1: that John out. Candy up there? And then proceeds to
3: lead his team down the field to win on the greatest stage of all. Wow. That's incredible. Very
2: good. Very good. Um, I've got the uh, last pick of the first round and the second, and the, excuse me, the first pick of the second round because it's a snake draft. Um, I was, I was not aware of the snake draft format. Well, now <laughs> no, you are. Deal with it. You Just be, win, baby. You should be listening to the show. You would, if you were listening, you would know. Okay, I'm going to take the two, Notes version. I'm going to take two <laughs> football plays. I've got Ooh. a lot of different sports represented on my list, but I'm going to no. take two football plays. Dang. And I'm going to go along with um, Purple Moses on the idea of appreciating defense. And so what I'm going to take is um, the 2000. Super Bowl between the Titans and the Rams oh, oh great, great play I, I, oh, I'm, I'm I have been thinking take, of that all day too you're, you're I'm going yeah. to take the the tackle that uh Rams linebacker Mike Jones made on Kevin Dyson to leave the Titans one yard short oh. of a I guess a potential all, all-time all-time play game-tying uh touchdown that would have sent the Super Bowl into overtime. I mean, what a play. I mean, likely so- overtime. And just a solid tackle. He could have... And
3: he reaches it, it, out, too. That's the thing. He, he like reaches, reaches he, everything he's got, and it's just not quite enough. On the
2: final play, oh. just to... You know he's got to be tired as hell, and I, I just I was really impressed with that play, and I think that that's about as clutch as it gets. Sure. You know, from a defensive point of view in football. So... That's my first uh, first pick uh, of the first round, and I'm going to take the first pick of the second round now. And another football play, I, I I feel like I have to I have to choose this, even though I despise the team. And that's Adam Adam the 48 yarder he made for the first yes, Patriots oh, yeah. Super Bowl in over 2001. Awesome Rams. So the 2000 team. season against
3: over Kurt and, Warner, yeah,
2: and, yep, the and greatest man. show on turf, um, and just the fa- the idea that this was the first one and to get over that get over that hump
5: mm-hmm. uh,
2: for a patriots team that up to that point had been thought of as Underdogs. like a, yeah and well, sort of like a, a shitty franchise they yeah. were they were right? very
3: very i think similar to the vikings in the way that like they they had made the Super Bowl a couple times, but it was just like it, couldn't they couldn't make the big they one. couldn't then. make it happen, kind of thing.
4: Like uh, what happened in Super Bowl Thirty One? I remember them coming up against uh, a team you might be familiar with. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, you no, mean you no, mean when no, a uh, no. special
3: teamer won the MVP?
4: Mm, uh, would you wow. be referring wow. to college football analyst Desmond Howard? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm
4: right.
2: uh, I think kickers. Is have he duck walked into the end zone? Un- like
4: University of Michigan grad.
2: Do you feel like kickers? Face the most pressure of any in a single play. Kickers face the most pressure of any You only remember kickers, except for Vinatieri, when they miss. Like, that's
4: right. Gary Anderson would not be on the tip of every single Vikings fan's tongue.
2: If he, if he had made that field that goal, goal, he would just go down as like a good kicker. And that was the and only yeah. field
3: goal he missed all year, too. really—I
1: really, was it, never it, aware really, of that, that, that. Thanks, but um, no, you know I'm that just that's saying. saying. No, like, that's wow! I didn't know that. That's new. yeah. You never you never hear about all the makes. <laughs> uh, that's a great that's a great pick though. Around with the H, uh, it's the kick that launched the dynasty, really. So
2: good pick. Why didn't you pick it? I've
1: uh, been better. Better, than I better your shitty pick. I've better of course,
2: of course, I got it right. Okay, we're gonna go back because of the snake draft to the beefcake. Is
1: that how um, that
2: works?
3: Yeah, I think that is how that yes, works. And uh, gosh, you know, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go away from football for one for one pick here. I'm gonna take you to the 1987 Eastern Conference Finals. Ooh. Sure. Uh, where um the. Detroit Pistons are ahead. Pistons? The Bad Boys are ahead, and Isaiah Thomas inbounds the ball, and uh, wouldn't you know, Larry, Bird, we're, we're, Larry, legend. Larry the there Legend comes in. He he flashes. Bird he just and, finds a way. Bird steals the ball. Lays lays it up. Did does he he laid it up he, too? No, no, no. no, no. no, no,
2: no, no, no. Pass it off to Dennis Johnson, yes. who made. A very difficult, yeah, difficult, contested layup, yeah. contested layup mm-hmm. which often gets overlooked because of Bird's greatness. And, and I think,
3: and, and, and refresh my memory here, I, I that that didn't win the game, but it, it did it send it to
2: overtime. Is that what no, it, it, won was? it did? Win the they game, yeah. One, and the Pistons were inbound yep. on the ball. They had the ball, so
3: and they had a timeout too. I think. That they could have I, used or something I like think that, they but did, yeah, anyway, you might um, be right. obviously Larry, you know, found a way to make it happen, and uh, that's why he's one of the best of all time.
2: If I think, based on talent level, like physical talent, based off of what he got, sure, maybe the be best. He was ever. a much
4: better player than he was for an office. Uh, uh, as with
2: as are so many others. Yeah,
4: <laughs> Isaiah Thomas with the Knicks, Kevin yeah. McHale, Bill Jackson with <laughs> the uh, Joe Smith. Ugh. <laughs>
2: Thanks for bringing that. Whatever. Up. We're going to save that for the Timberwolves podcast that we eventually launch under this podcast. Oh, network. boy. <laughs> okay. Stay We're going to move we'll on say. to Purple Moses. Your second pick. So,
4: you know, I was hanging out with my Cowboys fan friend who is also a University of Texas undergrad. And... He, um, mm. You know, oh, thinking yeah. about a couple a couple of former it. Jeff Fisher coach quarterbacks uh, having it. some success. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, the two, 2006 Rose Bowl.
2: Yeah. Unforgettable. I don't remember where I was. You know,
4: people might look at the passing line a national phenomenon. It was of one Vince Young. Two, seven, 267 yards passing and zero touchdowns doesn't jump out right That's away, true. right? But on top of those 267 passing yards, he had 200 rushing yards and three rushing touchdowns, including the go-ahead touchdown with 19 seconds left to put him up 39-38. And then he came back and converted the two-point conversion rushing to put it up 41-38 over the Pete Carroll-coached USC Trojans. I think yeah. it's one of, like we all laugh He's about a man it. amongst boys. Yeah. We laugh about his NFL career. It's a punchline. But that is one of the greatest college football performances of all time. Clay Matthews Red Shirt year? Who?
2: Never heard of him. Okay. Roy That the dude I from Pitch, Pitch
3: Perfect too.
4: Pick. Yeah,
2: he was awesome. I voice, think voice of an angel. I think that was a legendary performance. Yeah. Truly. People mm-hmm. the one that people will that has persevered, so a uh, Very good pick. Way better than any of the professors so far. Let's move on to him with his second and third overall picks.
1: Well, I have to agree with Purple Moses in that defense does not get enough credit. Uh, amen. And I'm going to call out a clutch defensive play that led to an overtime victory in an NFL football game. Let's take go back to 2009, the NFC wildcard round. Cardinals versus Packers. Ugh. Aaron Rodgers' first playoff team? Game. <laughs> Never heard of him. Uh, yeah, I
3: like clutch well, cheating as well. <laughs>
1: and and uh, <laughs> <laughs> blaming the refs, typical That's Packers match. Yeah, the Cardinals you have never look- been
4: involved oh, with a yes.
3: bad beat in
1: the Vikings before. He's <laughs> and, <laughs> triggered.
5: No! And no!
1: The Cardinals pressuring Rodgers who. Face cr- masking. Crumpled. Face masking. No!
0: You
1: mean face masking, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> crumpled. Yeah under the pressure and uh, you know just like the the weak the weak-shouldered man he is <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> nice nice uh, pull but and i had two it, it other picks but i just
3: i'm done now i've got i know exactly what i'm picking now it
1: led to uh, a 51-45 victory in overtime for the cardinals who just destroyed the packers and the stupid boy rogers it was amazing so okay. there's one you're right.
3: That is, you know that is a really clutch play because a clutch game for sure. Because you know coming back, uh, 21 points down to force it to overtime and then um, losing on a cheating play. Yeah, that that's pretty clutch for one of the great young
1: quarterbacks at the time. I didn't, I didn't just see. Haven't uh, seen any flags on the field. Just don't so ask how.
2: They ask how many. All right, uh, go ahead.
1: I have another pick. Uh, I don't remember the year. Um, but it's one of it's like an amazing call and it kinda of launched the career of a very in, amazing wide receiver. Let's talk about Terrell Owens catching a game winning against yep. the Packers in the playoffs.
5: Sorry, Owens
1: Owens right, Owens It's over.
3: Oh. I like how this is becoming memory lane as well, because so, oh man, we <laughs> It <weird>. often does. <laughs> oh, uh
1: so yeah, it's an incredibly ready. clutch so catch. Right. You a said cr- at the great throw great! So a great throw so by Jeff so Garcia. A great catch by Terrell Owens to destroy the putrid Green Bay Packers.
3: I don't. Uh, it's not my pick. I don't know what you're pointing the microphone at me for.
1: I
2: just, I guess, I expected a response out of you. That's all.
3: Nope, I'm just ready for my pick.
2: Okay. Wow. Well, those are my picks. Beefcake, don't usually get this. He's obviously mad, though. Yeah. Okay. Purple Moses, your third pick. So I'm going with a third sport in three
4: picks. You know, nowadays, Very diverse.
3: yeah, good. That, that's that's good. That's good strategy.
4: With baseball, especially in the postseason, no, bad strategy. <laughs> Never yep, mind. Terrible. <laughs> you see, like in the in the postseason, you see like starters going like maybe three and a quarter, three <sighs> oh. and a third inning,
2: and they Great they're getting I know he's going already, right?
4: And even in the regular season, starters maybe go six, seven innings top. New Hall of Famer. Brand new Hall of Famer. You are correct, Robert. That is right. Um, in 1991, everyone remembers game six. We, we brought up the call earlier. Jack Buck, Kirby Puckett home run, game six, walk off. We'll see you tomorrow night. But then the tomorrow night is one of the greatest performance of all time. Jack Morris recently voted Hall of Famer. We'll see him in... Uh, Cooperstown later this summer.
2: By this effort alone, he would be worthy.
4: Yes. He did not go a nine-inning complete game shutout. Nope. He pitched into the tenth inning, Ooh, on in game extra seven inning.
5: of the World Series Ooh. in
4: Game Seven, the deciding a shutout.
5: That
2: it's insane. That let
4: Gene Larkin knock in Dan Gladden in the bottom of the tenth.
2: Would that ever happen? in this
4: that would not happen in today's day and age and i think just the complete it is one of the best single game performances of all time and it's up there with like don larson's perfect game yes and it is something that will never be repeated and so that mr jack morris
2: great pick uh i've heard heard some lousy things
4: about you since you've gotten Inducted into the Hall of Fame, which is unfortunate, but at least on that night alone in October of 1991, you became sports immortality.
0: Yes, he did. Absolutely. Your wow, your picture picturing
2: there there. Professors, let's Ain't that go to
3: the, the beefcake. Hey. All right. Um, first things first, I'd like to... Moses, I, I apologize. This is, I love you. I, this is not...
2: It, not this personal. is a
3: personal thing.
4: Are you going with Sandy Koufax in 1965? I appreciate I that.
2: Anyway... Um, was even if it was against it the was, Twins. It was clutch of him not to pitch on Yom Kippur.
3: Anyway.
4: He still started three games and won all three as the Dodgers won. Even if it was
1: against the Twins. Hey, if you keep talking about baseball.
3: Yes! I'm sorry, it just sounds so <laughs> fake, Yom Kippur. <laughs> um... The gloves are off here, so I'm gonna use just three words uh, for this next pick here. And he's loose. Um, yeah, and he's loose. That's the one. Yeah, that's exactly it.
0: He did what?
3: Yeah, that's the one. You know it is. It's overtime. It's. Uh, you want to talk about clutch play? Um, you know, understanding where the ball is. Um, we we know the play. We know what's going on here. It's. I'm. I'm shit. Go
2: make your pick, Rob. Okay, yeah, you got your point across. Okay, so I've got my third and fourth pick, and I've got a lot of different choices that I could go with here. I've got, I mean, I wasn't expecting these to be available. I was, I mean, you guys have really shit the bed here. Blame the professor. I'm going to go with with my third overall pick. I'm going to go with something that's a little bit different in terms of clutchness. We think about... Clutchness being something that is like a one like one great play where it all comes sure. down to this and stuff. I want to talk about continued clutchness where you're facing pressure constantly. You mean breath? I worth? want to talk about the twenty ten Wimbledon match between John Isner and Nicholas Mahut. Oh. oh my god. All time great match. The longest match in history. Beautiful. The final set itself took eight hours and eleven minutes. Jeez. And in that's tennis good, out of control. so just for people who don't watch tennis, um, and I, I imagine that our I, audience I snuck is off a during big work to listen to yeah. this. It it took over it took three days to finish. Um, so what what happens in the final set of of uh, Grand Slam tennis matches is that there is no tiebreaker. Right. You basically, what has to happen is someone needs to break someone else's serve, eventually to win the match, and that did not happen for a long, long time. In 2010, the final set score was 70 to 68.
5: Jeez. John Isner
2: defeats Nicholas Mahu. Um, so. Basically, what you think about is you can win a set a minimum of six games. You need to win at least six games to four, or six to win, three. You have to win. That's usually by, by two by two right? games yep. exactly. Um, and so, from six four, uh, from five four on, if no one whoever I, I believe that Isner was the one who was always Muhu was the one who was constantly having to hold serve to stay in the match. If he'd lost serve. He loses. Whereas if Mahu, or excuse me, if Isner, holds, Isner was had Mahu would have to then hold to he win. He basically
3: had advantage
2: for. So even though Mahu lost, for basically I mean from five, from five games until sixty-eight. So that's sixty-three consecutive holds, where if he were to, if he were if he were to have lost serve, he would have lost the match. He may have lost sixty-three. But, be, conti- but because of this, he will never be sixty-three forgotten. straight times. He held serve. and then, and the same thing with uh, Isner, he held serve you know sixty five consecutive times. Um, so I, I, and that it's not easy to do. And near sure. the end, every single eye was watching them. So I'm gonna just leave it at that twenty ten Isner Mahu is just extended clutchness for um, that you don't often see in in something like tennis. Sure, um, with my final pick, the fourth pick, uh, fourth, of the for, excuse me, first pick of the fourth round. You got it. I'm going to go to the Olympics. Ooh, and I'm going to take Mr. Michael Phelps. Yes, yes, and he's got yes. so many records and everything that yes. it's it's hard to choose. But there's not many records when you think about records in different sports. You're thinking about records that you know at the oldest, you know, fifty or sixty or seventy. Sure, maybe, maybe in baseball, like a hundred years old or something. Maybe, yeah. Michael Phelps in the 2016 Olympics won his 12th individual That's medal, insane, which broke a record set by Leonidas <laughs> of Rhodes in 152 BC.
4: Dude, I love 300.
2: Whoa. Yeah, Leonidas. This Jesus. Is, this is Sparta. <laughs> uh, so he broke a thousands, a, a thousand of years. And, and this is one of those things that in the Olympics, you only have so many chances. What was the year? It was 2016. This just... No, this but what is what
3: was the BC year? 152. So a 2100-year-old oh, record.
2: record. Yes. Well, something like that. That's yeah, bad.
3: that's pretty clutch. That's out of control. That's pretty clutch.
2: And, I mean, I don't know if he's... Is he going to be back in 2020?
3: I don't think, think... No, I think he's done. He's
2: he, he always says he's done, but he keeps coming back.
3: No, he's, he's probably done... But I mean, what he what he did will never be matched. That's yeah. That that record just the idea that
2: he a record that no one anyone thought would for more than two thousand years persisted. I mean, how clutch is that?
3: Yeah, I'll I'll give you that.
2: So, Michael Phelps, my man. With that, we're going to go to the beefcake. Your final pick. Um, So I've calmed down a little bit.
3: Yeah, um, wise I'm going to go. You drank with, quite a bit. Uh, yeah, let me tell he you. That's more fireball. And let me tell you. Uh,
2: no, he needs. I know that. I know that right we're we're Holy picking down. the <laughs> most.
3: We're we're picking the most clutch sports moments of all time. But what I'm going to do here, I'm going to I'm going to switch it around here really quick, and uh, get uh, a moment that was clutch, in the way that somebody underperforming helped the other team, and I okay. think that's clutch.
2: Okay, that's okay. an interesting take.
3: Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Do it. Um, I'm going to go 1995.
2: Oh, Orlando Magic. Oh no, Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson. Oh God!
5: <laughs> Jeez, wow. man. Fuck is he missing he, free throws he's God. at the line? <laughs> it's excruciating.
3: Misses, misses two free throws and gets fouled on the rebound of the second free throw. So he's back at the line. Redemption, yeah, perfect time for redemption, of right? Course, right? He's smiling. This is
2: against Chicago, right? It
3: is Michael Jordan. He's smiling. He's ready. You know, this is this is the magic. The 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 young team, their chance to Shaquille O'Neal, to, yeah, Penny, Sha- Ch- oh. Horace Grant, yeah. Certain Great. certain championships in their future.
2: I think it's, Scott Skiles was on that team
3: too. But keep going. this was their chance to overthrow the mighty Bulls, and you know, and he misses two more free throws, Insane. four consecutive free throws. Insane. They lose yeah. there goes to overtime and then they lose and of course they lose. They lose. Yeah. It just clutch it, Michael Jordan. Chicago clutch, wins the championship, obviously.
1: I think, think Jordan like whispered in his ear like, I'm gonna fuck your mama. That that's uh, what yeah. I'm saying. Clutch like, player.
4: It just makes me think of the,
2: the just win, baby
4: incident earlier <laughs> in the year.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who
3: cares how you win?
2: Just win. I hated that. Okay. Well that's a <laughs> I didn't think we were gonna. I thought we were gonna be talking about achievements of you know athletic excellence, not people you know, screwing up like four consecutive free throws missed. But you can blame the professor.
3: I'm, he rattled. Yeah, I'm completely rattled, and yes, you two are. Therefore, I'm drinking.
2: Okay. Well, it doesn't take much. Okay. Purple Moses, your final drink. So before my final, final pick,
4: my final pick, I actually have two also runs. Uh, the, the the first also the honorable mention. Uh, you know, my dad, my my dad used to bowl on a Monday night league in a bowling alley in uh, Eden Prairie. Yo, hell yeah! And I remember hell yeah. Uh, one January night, that would be January seventeenth, two thousand. The Timberwolves were playing, and I uh, I've been uh, a Timberwolves fan for as long as I can remember. We've had season ticket. We've split season tickets for as long as Which I can I think remember. Who would be on the team? Uh, the Timberwolves, on January 17th, 2000, were playing the Indiana Pacers, and a gentleman by the name of Malik Seeley <sighs> hit a three-point shot. Of
2: course.
4: And that was something a that... Bank. bank. Yes, it was off the glass. You can tell he's a Vikings
3: fan because he just goes to like a really
4: painful memory, and that's like... the. You know, I mean, I do remember... The day I was playing Dungeons and Dragons and my dad picked me up and told me that Malik Seeley had passed, that is like scarred on me, but
5: hey,
4: um Not okay. In fact where I was playing Dungeons and Dragons was about a mile away from where uh, the crash occurred. Oh jeez. Yeah, um but I that that is a play oh, that's turning into a counter. Yeah. That is a play I will always remember. Uh and that one is more honorable than my second honorable mention. Um, so this person I'm kind of angry at. Landon Donovan recently signed <laughs> with, with Club Leon, a Mexican side. Um, but in 2010... Whole country.
3: What the hell sport are we talking about?
4: Uh, we would be talking about football, or oh, as no, Americans call <laughs> soccer. Uh, in Beefcake t- just I- stormed out. In the 2010 World Cup... We were uh, nil-nil against Algeria, and then a minute into stoppage time, Mr. Donovan, at the time known as Captain America, before he betrayed us for Mexico, scored a goal that would go down in American soccer history back when we actually qualified for a World Cup something like that.
2: Did the U.S. have any business being in a close game with Algeria? What the
4: hell is that? No. No, uh, in in theory, we, Algeria should have been. It should have been like any team gets the I'm not right?
2: schooled in Algerian athletic history.
4: But the, I mean, they, they Algeria played a great game and they took the U.S. off. Uh, but that I remember watching. Okay. I actually I do remember that. I uh, watched that game at our fraternity supervisor's house. Uh-huh. Okay. Watching I was his dog Wrigley. But my actual fourth Who pick, is your pick? Go on the record. We're going for a th- fourth sport and fourth picks, And like you going for the Olympics, I'm also going for the Olympics. But mine are winter. Uh, um. Uh, I remember watching this game in our lovely town of Winona.
2: So it's not the 1980 Olympics. No.
4: But it is hockey. Okay. So in NHL hockey, if you have taken a shot in a shootout, you can't take another shot. But in Olympic hockey, if there have been three different people who have taken a shootout, the same person can go. And we were playing an elimination game against Russia. And a gentleman by the name of TJ Oshi, who at the time, I don't know if they're still together, was dating someone I went to high school with. Really? Was sent out to shoot oh, wow. six goals. Whoa. And, and he shot he made four of the six and he ended up causing he made the United States beat Russia. Yes, it was not nineteen eighty, yes. but it was still one of the greatest clutch performances in Olympic
2: hockey. That is one of those situations where it's all eyes on you. Yeah. You know? Okay. Good picks. Good uh good also also round as well. Professor Pigskin, you've had a disappointing draft up to this point. Let's see if you can salvage it, if possible, with your final pick.
1: All right. Imagine a scenario right now.
2: The game is tied
1: 21-21. Little t- it's fourth down. The Cowboys had the ball on the one-yard line. <laughs> they run a play up the gut, and they get stuffed. Turnover on downs. 99 yards to go to the end zone because this is a scenario that the little giants were in <laughs>
3: <laughs> I came rushing back into the room as soon as I heard this because this, this is this is this is going to win the whole thing right here He
2: just he took a home run swing and he hit
1: uh, the little giants, with no time left in the clock, called for the annexation of Puerto Rico, uh, more uh, much more commonly known as the Fumble rooski. <laughs> Um run by John Madden in Super Bowl Eleven. Shoulders have the ball,
0: Fumble Rooski! Fumble
5: Rooski!
1: So they pull out the Fumble, fumble Rooski, Utilize Rest the second ladder. Rest in ladders. peace, Rick Moranis. Uh, right. Ball goes from Zoltex to dead? Junior. He's dead. No. Oh, thank goodness. Ball goes to Zoltek, the to Junior to finally oh. Berman, who scores a 99-yard game-winning touchdown on the fumble ruski play clutch as hell
3: that totally redeemed you in my eyes
2: i you
4: you've never been been awful in my eyes but you are even more glowing now than you have ever been i mean uh, the goal line stand he's he's still an awful horrendous
3: human soul but that was a great pick well, I'll take it.
4: I'm assuming that you got your PhD by writing a dissertation on that fame. Because
2: I, like, I also I, thinking I about uh, when Henry Henry Rone Gardner, the from Rookie of the Year, who broke his arm and it caused him to <laughs> be able to throw like 115 miles an hour. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. The, uh, his arm snapped back into place in like a critical moment in a in a, <laughs> in, a, in a game mm-hmm. and had a He over. ended up. Uh, Lobbing it like a softball, kind of. So airbud, am I right? <laughs> well, to strike out like the triple crown winner. From Here's the Yankees, my question.
3: Here's my question for you. Professor. That was another one. That one of my yeah, also, also uh, really high anyway, up there. But great pick. Was that more clutch than um, forty-two fake forty-two blast with a backside George reverse? <laughs> See,
1: I'm glad you asked that because initially I thought about picking that play. Oh, but that's was like, a great play. But then I was like, wait a second. I got one better because you, you, you pick the goal line stand and then 99 yards. and like or, Berman's a small student on the team, and he ran the whole way. And like or, Rick Moranis is I so don't know, outcoached. Man. I don't you know, know,
3: man. You know what might be even more clutch is Petey's uh, fumble recovery off Julius's, uh, uh tomahawk chop from behind as the running back is going to win.
1: Um, wow. To set up the final play. I, I'm a little – but There's a lot really of clutch plays, work. man. You're, you're trying to steal my, you're trying to steal my valor here. Yep, and, and, and I'm a, doing it I don't hard. I appreciate it. Yeah, he is.
2: You better get control
1: back. Yeah. Uh, I think I can control the narrative here. Uh, I think we all agree that the Little Giants, the most clutch play of all time.
2: Great. Wow. Oh my God. Good pick. You, you, <laughs> you did. <laughs> you redeemed yourself somewhat, at least in my eyes. Well, that was fun. That was fun, gentlemen. Nice job. Uh, pre- I'm going to. I'm gonna just quickly point great. out that Purple Moses, I'm very impressed with your list. Other guys not so much, but <laughs> Okay. When we come would back, you, would you, you say
4: my challenged. list has been chosen?
2: <laughs> I would say that you're chosen. Oh. God. Oh man. I Can't. would say that you're chosen. You and a chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that worked pretty Uh. well. (laughs) Sorry about the technical difficulties. We're going to take a break. (laughs) When we come back, we're going to wrap things up here. Stick with us on Kings of the North. Welcome back to Kings of the North. We're back again. Rob with an H. And we're going to wrap things up here. Thank you so much for joining us again on another exciting, uh, fun-packed episode. Uh, very quickly, I want to uh, get some predictions on the record for this week's game. There are only two. Isn't it crazy to think there's only three games left in the yeah. entire season? Yeah, it's all come it's down that time to this. of the year. It's kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a little melancholy here. Um, but let's give some predictions here. Let's first start with the AFC game. Sure. Let's start with Jacksonville at New England.
4: Uh, Moses, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, sure. let's but let Moses go first. Before we
4: talk about this week's AFC championship game, I want to talk about Oh. Bill Belichick challenging a play up like 50 to nothing, two minutes to go. That's awesome. The most Belichickian... Thing possible. Challenging a play against don't the, don't the don't already defeated Tennessee Titans. Just win, win baby.
1: Alright, so, you picked?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Would you expect anything less?
4: You know, I think it's easy to go for the Patriots. I think Blake Bortles doesn't get enough love. But more importantly, oh, really? the Jacksonville defense is outstanding. Um, you know, what it's you very, mean? like... I think it's easy to go Tom Brady over anyone, because it's Tom Brady. He's the only of the quarterbacks left other than Los Case just never did anything easy, though. And I'm going to go with... Uh, there was a player on the Jaguars. His name is uh, Callus Campbell. Oh, Callas Campbell. Who... Before the game wow. against the Steelers. He
3: is quite callous. Calais. Yes.
4: Calais Campbell, who was talking to Tom Pellicero, used to work for 1500 ESPN. Sure. And then worked for USA Today, now works for like NFL, NFL and Network. They were talking a week ago, before the game. He's like, you know, even if we win 45-42, I'll be happy. And what did the Jaguars end up winning? They ended up winning 45-42.
2: Yep.
4: Uh, which makes me feel like, you know, a little bit of destiny. And Blake Bortles... Uh, I think Jacksonville is going to win. Wow,
2: 24-17. Jacksonville. Can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? That was an unbelievable explanation, there, Purple Moses. Okay, Beefcake. Who are you thinking?
3: You need the quarterback. As much as I hate to say it, it it's going to be New England. I think it will be very. I think it'll be much closer than people think. I'm going to say New England. 21 to 20. Whoa. Is true. No, tro- totally, yeah. They're they're really good defense, but I, I think Brady is that X factor that, yeah, they win by one point. Um,
2: Yeah, that, it, yeah. Professor Pigskin, your prediction. I thought the generals were due.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm jagging off, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. I'm not alone.
2: Oh, oh boy, he's jagging off right in front me. of us.
3: Oh, okay. I want to jag off real bad, trust me,
4: but...
5: uh,
3: You always do. (laughs)
2: The professor
4: and I are just a bunch of jag (laughs) offs.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, let's go... Let's go to the other game this week. Obviously, the big game. The Vikings at Philadelphia.
4: This is scary. Um, You know, I think after the Falcons beat the Rams, we're all preparing for the Falcons. Sure, sure. Um... I think the other 21 starters for Philadelphia were forgotten after Carson Wentz went down. Sure, Mm. sure. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck NDSU, right? They've only won, like, six championships in the last eight years or whatever. Um, I'm scared. I'm totally scared because of 98 or, I guess it was. Not. I'm scared because of Gary Anderson. I'm scared of 41 Donut. I'm scared of 12 men in the huddle slash far f- thrown across his body. 4th
3: and 26 is a bitch. Hi, I'm Brett
4: Stefan Diggs and Case Race have given me faith. 13 31.
2: Blow up. The purple. Wow. Minnesota Vikings. To <laughs> the Super Bowl we go. Wow! What a okay, world. beefcake. Your prediction?
3: Oh boy! Well, it's gonna be closer than that. I'll tell you that much. Um, you no, know, I think Minnesota comes in with a lot of mojo. Obviously, wow. obviously, they came obviously. off a big win. Um, Swagger. The and, biggest. Uh, yeah, the biggest. And, and you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be drinking my fight milk all week, all day. Um, yep. You know, coming. I'm gonna go to the gym in the morning. And come back and uh, and and just you know chug that fight. Hydrate, milk. yeah, yeah. Hydrate and a lot of lot of protein. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this game 24-21. Minnesota wins on a field
4: oh, oh wow. Oh. I am I'm touched. I'm really. Touched.
3: He's
2: It'll setting just- up for the Super Bowl. I'm not going to say anything.
4: I guess he's probably going for like the most
2: heartbreaking no. scenario: losing, say, well, yeah, losing us. Super Bowl home home the field. entire season. Anyway, Beefcake. why wouldn't you own up to it right now?
3: I don't know what you're talking about. I no, just, I think, you're I think Minnesota wins this game. I'm looking at, I'm looking at it from from an outsider's perspective. I sure, think they win okay. on a, a last-second field walk-off field goal.
2: Well, Professor, what is Wait, your... you're
4: saying? The Vikings win on a walk off field goal. That's what I'm saying. I. I yes! I d I don't know how to respond to that. Yes!
2: You should be happy that I mean if, if you can win if your team can win over a a Packers fan like the beefcake whoa, 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 in a playoff I know, game. Whoa, I, know, yeah, yeah. I never said Welcome that on I'm the rooting, battle, like, I'm I mean win rooting, over like Who would have thought that rooting, he'd be predicting a Vikings win in a, a conference win. championship? I'm predicting That's all a Vikings saying.
3: win. I'm not rooting for a Vikings
2: win. I know, but who would have thought no, that you'd yeah. get to the point where you'd be predicting a Vikings Win in a conference championship the- game to send them to the Super Bowl. I would. The- I just if you would have told me that at the beginning just, of the season, hey I'd man, be. I wouldn't believe you.
3: At, I'm looking. I, I, I'm calling it like I see it.
2: I'm just noting the, the 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 the.
4: In the words of the immortal Kevin Garnett, our Lord and Savior.
2: Yes. Anything is possible. I'm, I'm just taking note of how incredible this is. All right, Professor. Uh, I wonder who you're going to pick.
1: I just want to say that Brett Fire picked the Vikings to win last week too. So. Uh, a lot of yeah. Packers jumping on the Vikings bandwagon. Might as well follow your hero, my friend. I'm comfortable in Wrangler.
2: Ah, uh, plenty of those copper fit ads during the game. They by work, the
3: way, work, man. They fucking work. Anybody that else got a hernia?
2: The healing power of copper.
1: <laughs> uh, I think it's pretty obvious that the Vikings are going to crush this pathetic Eagles team. Uh, I will say that it's <sighs> it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Uh, it, hold, on, I'll say this. If, Can if you crush somebody, low-scoring affair. I'll, let, me, I'll, let me back up. If Case race starts, Harrison Smith, motherfucker. <laughs> if Case Calm. race starts, if Case race starts, which he probably will, uh, the Vikings win seventeen to nine.
2: Why
5: would if, he say if that? Quick, if
1: Bradford starts. Quick the Vikings take. win thirty-four to nine. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Whoa! Vikings should start Bradford. He's a better quarterback. Case played terrible against uh, the Saints. He
4: did. Do you think
1: just win, baby?
4: Being out as long as he has, Bradford would have the timing. Okay. Have yes. He,
3: Really? Okay. I'm. I'm. Changing. You said a great. All first right. Half. All right. Screw it. That? Screw it. Okay. I'm saying. I'm saying this. Uh, they start Bradford and the Vikings lose thirty to twelve.
2: You cannot oh. start another quarterback in the middle no. of the playoffs. From your other quarterback. All right. I, I, I know this I, is I, here. This, why is you NFL. This, this is This is an
4: NFL podcast. But let's take a look at what happened with Al- Alabama, Georgia. I know. It's let's a not. I, I know it's college. I know it's a different game. Second half, Nick Saban put in a different quarterback.
1: A better quarterback.
4: A better quarterback, a quarterback who could pass. Uh, like like Bradford. Bradford. They came back. They won that game in thrilling fashion.
1: Uh, and Look, h- here's what I'll say. Before the game against the Saints, Zimmer told um, Troy Troy and this? Joe Buck. He told he told Troy and Joe Buck before the game that if we get down by double digits, he'd put in Bradford in. And that case race has had a horseshoe up his butt this year. Zimmer's words. Are you Bradford's like coming. you
3: got it? You got to stop this because I'm getting way too titillated right Whatever. now, we, and I'm getting gotta, way too
1: excited for we, that. We'll take care we'll of that see. after the podcast. Yeah, is you, should, yes. you should have jagged off like us. Yeah, but you went ahead and picked the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Jagging off for least. Now you got a uh, now you got Patriot blue
2: balls. Okay. Wow. Well, with that, we'll see whose prediction comes true uh, on next week's episode, which I hope you join us for. So, with that. We're going to wrap things up here. uh, For Professor Pigskin.
1: Skull! 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 Skull!
2: That's his butt cheeks that you're hearing (laughs) slapping together, by the way. Also, the beefcake. All eyes north, baby. And a very special thank you to our guest this week, Purple Moses.
4: Hava Nagila. Hava Nagila. Hava Nagila.
2: This is Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us on Kings of the North.